Welcome to Total Spot Fest. This is JJ Bradley. That is Jamie Faulkner. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Total Spot Fest. We're going to go over Dynamite, the fallout from Full Gear. We got a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Impact pay-per-view coming up. Big news from Journey Pro that we're going to share with the world. It's already been shared, but we're going to share with all of our listeners here, as well as tons of new japan stuff and other goings on around the wrestling world so jamie how you doing man you know i'm i'm pretty good we we celebrated a very successful national cowboy shit day it was the first the first annual i i hope yes i said i hope because you know sometimes you throw that stuff out there uh, my very i'm going off already but my very first concert was the first annual Bocomo Fall Festivus. It was at the end of the summer, Boone County, Missouri, outside of Columbia, Boone County Fairgrounds. It was like three stages, had Everclear, had uh, uh, Gravity Kills, Two Skinny Jays, all these bands all day long. It was great. First and first and only one they ever had. So huh. hopefully this is not the only National Cowboy shit day, but uh, thank you guys for for joining us here if you're watching us on youtube give a like down below hit a comment if you want to join the conversation subscribe if you're so apt and if you're listening to us definitely you can get in touch with us on twitter at total spot fest through our website www.totalspotfest.com let's go so uh let's just do this just dive right into it man so start with numbers from this past week Yes, lots and lots of numbers. It was a roller coaster ride of numbers, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, let's start with the flagship, shall we? I guess it's not even a flagship. <laughs> uh, you need to stop calling just because it's like a, 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 a gone with the wind length TV time doesn't mean it's a flagship anymore. Well, it was always known as the flagship. Of uh, it's, it's what won the, the Monday Night Wars. W- I know. E. Um, so Raw was down, 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 baby. Um, they, <laughs> they went down uh, to 1.549, down from 1.689. Um, a Ooh. cool 140,000 folks. Wow. Back around the 1.5s again. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just saying. Then NXT was down as well. Quite a bit down from what I heard. Two two isn't so uh, so awesome <laughs> right now. Even though it is gonna get a TV fourteen rating. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I, did, I did hear that. Yes, it's gonna be more edgy. It's gonna have big boobs and thongs. That's what everybody wants to see, just like in the nineties. Sorry. <laughs> um. So it went down to six oh three, down from six thirty one. Ooh. Ooh. And, and this is with a show that uh, I didn't I didn't watch it, but I read some reviews of it. You had Tommaso Ciampa doing a you know a discount version of the Scott Steiner math promo, and <laughs> to Braun Bracker, you know, or, uh, even better. Yeah, but he's like thirty three and thirty percent chance. It, that was I saw a clip on on Twitter. It was halfway entertaining. Also. We talked about Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. About how they just... Well, he's still over as hell from what I see from the clips. 
He did, though, in not a wrestling match, but in a poker segment against one of these young fuckers, whatever. He did get, you know, beat up by him afterwards and got his beard and his hair clipped. <laughs> like, how are you going to do my boy? First of all, you take away his tie. He becomes a champion. He's so over. And then you're like, NXT 2.0, that title doesn't exist. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, like he, he was a, a champion for, what, a week? Like eight weeks gone, eight yeah. week and then done, right? You know, it's like mother. F- so, mm-hmm. way to go, to yeah. But you're right, TV fourteen. It's just gonna be. It's just more. I mean, even look at like Cora Jade, who remember we saw as Elena Black, yeah, super goth, dark with a little like coffin thing and all this. Now, yeah. she got new boobs, just all skin and body, and yeah, like, she's humble. And her her gimmick is Avril Lavigne. Basically, but a sexy everything's just like, like oh, make it a sexy that you know, it's like oh, we're gonna make you this, but a sexy something you know, it's like oh. it's like it's like typical like like white girl wasted Halloween costume aisle. So mm, fair. That's the next two point What else Yay. do we got? <laughs> AEW was up. That's good. That is good. They're trending back in the right direction. Um, they, uh, are, they went up to nine, uh, 913,000, which is up from 878, still not over the million again, but, but they're trending the right way. And I feel like the, this dynamite, which we're getting ready to talk about might get them over the hump because the buys for, um, uh, full gear were really high. So this will hopefully turn into more viewers as well. This one, this next one's scary. Um, Impact was down. Um, okay. They went they went from one hundred and eighteen thousand to seventy nine thousand. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that's ouch. That, that's liberty. That's a, that's not good. Yeah that that that's a little scary oh. there. So. Pray, pray and that's, impact, and that's with Minoru Suzuki on for the second week in a row. Yeah, and just because it's on Axis, man. If it was on Axis, well, like I would watch it. I actually looked at the, I looked at that a little bit more. Anthem Media recently bought a digital publishing company of or something, whatever, right? And there's ties that it's gonna, or is it some sort of production? I don't know what it was, but it's gonna somehow boost their impact. But Anthem Media, the company that owns Impact Wrestling, they actually own Access TV. Oh. That's why Impact's on Axis TV. Oh. So, yeah, it's terrible because it's not shit for cable providers. Are they going to get a better deal, though? No. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Um, SmackDown was up. So, the new flagship, if you will. Yeah. Um. Was at two point one zero four million, up from two point zero nine three. Not a whole lot, but up. It's it's up, considering everything else that WWE has with you know Raw and NXT. Up is up. So hey, yeah. And then the go home for uh, for Full Gear's Rampage was five hundred fifteen thousand, down from five ninety nine. I didn't watch it. Like, is like, is this a terrible time slot? I did watch it. It was I recorded it, and I watched it, was it later. Okay, I, I mean, Bobby Fish, Jungle Boy was was pretty good. Yeah, 
And then you had, uh, you actually had four matches on there, which is interesting. And of the four matches, the the best part of uh, the be- the most important part of Rampage was the Super Click promo where they're interrupted by Adam Page. <laughs> yeah, nothing against those matches, but Jay Cargill, Santana Garrett, you know what happened there? Mm-hmm. Oh, Santana Dante- Garrett. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Dante Martin, Arya Davari. Yeah, Ooh. you know, you know what happened there pretty quickly, and then Hardy and Orange Cassidy in a lumberjack match that we've already seen non-lumberjack like how many times so this is wwe programming <laughs> well i mean it, it, matt hardy maybe that's what he's comfortable with i don't know no no i'm kidding matt so it was it was whatever but you know you'd want to go a live go home to you expect to be better mm-hmm. tony seems to be happy with rampage as is though so i mean if the network's happy enough i mean it's still he made a good point on the, po- the media scrum after Full Gear. They were asking him about that, amongst other things. And he said that, first of all, the network is happy with it, that they still pull in high at one or two, you know, top three at, at worst in their time slot. He's not wrong. It's just a bad time slot when you're comparing earlier in the night 2.1 million people watch something that's similar to wrestling on Fox. And then I. I get what he's saying, though. It's like, for what it is, it's doing really well. Yeah, sure. But imagine if that was a better time slot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Just I'm the one who fidgets. That's why I had to get a mic that it's not in front of my face. So I, don't I know. I barely touched it. It goes, whoop. Oh wait, no, man! What is going on? Like, it's if you're listening, my... if you're if you're listening and not watching this, Jamie's mic literally just like flopped right in front of him, just like it would it would to talk to Danhausen. It's like, huh? Danhausen very nice, his... very evil. <laughs> and, and a big shout out to Danhausen for now getting his cybernetic legs. So, uh, yes. yeah, we we hope to see him back soon yes. in AEW. In AEW, absolutely. All right. So, all right, so numbers for the week there. Up and down, you're right. Interesting. Um, that's something we don't have numbers on that I know we want to talk about. Let's get let's get some time because there's been a lot happening in New Japan. Holy shitballs. Like, wow. So I don't <laughs> even know where to begin, to be honest with you. Um, how about we just go with a new title holder? We'll just start there. <laughs> Why bury the lead? Let's do it. Yeah, so... For all those who are, aren't aware, um, at Battle in the Valley, that happened on the exact same night that Full Gear happened, um, there was the never open weight championship match of Jay White going against Tomohiro Ishii. And Tomohiro Ishii beat him. And, wow. Yeah, and if you don't know who Tomohiro Ishii he is the stone pit bull. Like, that's his thing. He is super strong style. He's short, stocky. Um, you, you can't hit him in the face because like nothing happens to him. Like like <laughs> that. That's his style. Like he's he's Minoru Suzuki, just harder. I guess he, like he reminds me at least body wise and style wise a little bit of like ECW Taz. Yes, ECW Taz. No, no with, neck, just all muscle. Yeah, yeah. ECW Taz is perfect with if ECW Taz did uh, Japan Strong Style. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's him. 
So he is your new never open weight champion, which was awesome. Honestly, I mean, he's a legend and he's a badass. So that's really, really cool. So, and he's also happens to be a member of chaos. So why don't we just go right into that piece? So chaos, as you know, has a new member in orange Cassidy and the best friends, but mainly orange Cassidy Um, (laughs) and everybody else, but really just him. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, and, Tomohiro Ishii was going to be on uh, this week's Dynamite, which he was. Mm-hmm. And there have been rumors circulating hard, like really, really hard, that another member of the Chaos faction from New Japan will be showing up on AEW television very, very soon. And if you have any kind of brain, or if you happen to even know what their faction is, you know. Is none other than Okada, Kazuchika Okada. It, it, it's gonna happen. I'm still saying 22. I think in the New Year's show is a fantastic time for him to show up. First show on TBS, big show, big night. They have the TBS finals. They have this. You got we gotta make a splash. Mm-hmm. Coin drop. It's gonna happen. I'm, that's my guess. And I will literally shit my pants. <laughs> Which would be great to see. Yes, like that that will absolutely happen. And then speaking of Okada, here's more news around Okada. So as we know, night one of Wrestle Kingdom 16, so January 4th, he's going against Shingo Takagi for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, right? Right. Well... It was just announced that on night two, Will Ospreay will get the winner of that match for the title. Ooh, the title versus no longer, but kind of title. Yeah, the title he never lost. Interesting. Interesting. That makes me rethink things now, too, because night two is... The same night that Dynamite debuts on TBS. <laughs> yeah, I think so, if anything, so it'd be I'm pulling, next I'm month. pulling back my prescript. My, my, I'm pulling back my prediction. Like, never mind. <laughs> I think it's gonna happen next month. Well, how 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 cool would it be if it happened at uh, uh, the New Year's show in Jacksonville? Yeah, that would be. There's a send off. There's like, oh, this is why we need to watch when it changes channels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's gotta be tied in like, he's gonna show sometime in the future, not too distant future. Yeah. Knowing Tony, he's gonna make sure it happens at the at the for like the right moment. He's not gonna do it in like a regular ass episode in wherever, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. gotta be something poignant so that it really sticks. Yep. And so this makes me think a lot about Wrestle Kingdom as well. So Will Ospreay is going to be there at night two. And I personally feel like if you want to build anything, you'd want to build Will Ospreay versus Okada. You can't exactly sure. do that in one day. So I really feel like they're going to have um, uh, Shingo Takagi win against okada okay because shingo 
uh, Takagi is the one who lost to Will Ospreay for him to win it, if you remember. Right, right. So history will repeat itself at Wrestle Kingdom, um, <laughs> and he will become the champion again, Will Ospreay. Then that gives us time for the person who happens to have the ability to get the belt at any point, basically, carrying around an old IWGP World Heavyweight Championship belt. Mm-hmm. Going against a guy who was also carrying around an old <laughs> IWGP belt, and and then yeah, the, who's going to have the new one again? Okay, all right. And I feel like they could build that up for the the next show, which is the Road to the Tokyo Dome, I think, or something like that. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, I would think that would be the build for them. That's a logical build, in my that, opinion. That makes but, more booking sense, I think. And one thing I've learned watching New Japan Wrestling. They believe in that. They believe in booking right. They do. Now they change. They change belts frequently, but they they book in a proper fashion to tell stories through whether whether they be for three months or three years. So, I mean, seriously, like I I feel like they they change belts like like women have cycles. You know, it's one of those things. Like <laughs> every three or four weeks. The belts change in hands, <laughs> you know. Like it's just, I'm, it's I'm coming. Like, I'm like, where are you going here with that, Jamie? What the? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, but it feels like you ran, like right, you ran right up to that line, and it's like, oh, is he get? Okay, all right. All right. I'm talking, I'm talking timing. I, as as okay. much as I'm used to cycles in my house with with four women in my house cycling, <laughs> and all of them are pretty much in sync, which makes one week out of a month absolute <laughs> hell for Jamie. Really bad. And and just so everybody knows, I. Also um, invested in, into uh, MaxiPad, you know the Maxi company. I decided <laughs> to put some money in there, so maybe I can get benefits from using their products, uh, Tampax actually. But anyway, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, so there's that news. So in other news, there are there's one person who debuted, and another person who's going to be showing up. Or sorry, two people debuted. And another person that's going to be showing up in New Japan very, very, very soon. As we right. know, Buddy Matthews appeared at uh, Fight in the Valley, right? Yep. Well, somebody else did in the Aww. Battle in the Valley. And I would say this person showing up was colossal, if you will, is none other than Jonah. And he um, he went straight head to head with um, what moose 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 moose. So he's not, and, and he, he he tweeted out after it happened. He tweeted out a picture of the New Japan logo, mm-hmm. but he's not officially a New Japan wrestler. He's got a working relationship with New Japan is the actual thing. Mm-hmm. And if the fact that he went after Moose, the current Impact World Champion, tells you anything, he's going to be in Impact as well. And they were trying to get him in. Yeah, there's some visa issues, uh, which is apparently why he never he, they weren't able to get him in for Bound for Glory, unfortunately. But having him go after Moose is just a sure shot. And I'm I'm all for that because I want to see that. I want to see that in Japan and in in Impact. I want to mm-hmm. see that everywhere. So, yeah, he will be making his New Japan Strong debut at um, this week's upcoming Strong tapings in Riverside, mm-hmm. California. Right, right. 
So he'll be doing some strong stuff. Um, and then obviously since he picked a fight with Moose, he's going to be dealing with Moose and he's going to be, where's where's Moose live and Payact. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's that. And then there's somebody else who's going to be returning to new Japan here shortly um, for nemesis. So nemesis is a new Japan strong show and uh, or pay-per-view. Christopher Daniels, the fallen angel himself, will be appearing I know. at that show. And Man. I, I really thought I really thought Daniels was retiring and going back to the backstage world after the whole, you know, Young Bucks SCU dissolvement thing, right? But he shows up in Impact and wrestles a couple there. He's shown up in New Japan. Maybe this is a final tour for Daniels because yeah, because when I he, don't know, man. When he made this announcement, full circle on what we talked about just a little bit ago, Jay White teased the match with him at Nemesis. It it, it feels to me like that's a send off. Like Buddy Matthews and Jonah are great. We both wanted them in New Japan when they got released, right? So mm-hmm. These two, both each one, him, yes, New Japan, him, yes, New Japan, but. Daniels, who I love the Fallen Angels, one of my favorite wrestlers from back in the old TNA days, right? This feels like his kind of like farewell tour, though. You know, like, hey, I'm I'm 50. I'm getting ready to retire. So him and Jay White, I'm for it. I'm 100% for it. I think I think they'll tear the roof off that place because Jay is so talented. And as old as Christopher Daniels may be at this point, um, he can still go. I mean, he can still be productive in the yeah, ring. I- Oh, yeah, and, he's not, he, yeah, he's not like Ric Flair in 2012 old, you know, so, I mean, he, uh, he can still Rick do Flair. it. We're not That'd talking about it. how Ric Flair is fighting the WWE over the name of the man because he is the man. Woo! You know, but whatever. <laughs> he's become so, a crotchety old man real quick, uh, mainly because his daughter's unhappy. She's doing everything she can to get fired. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't want to talk anymore. I, I, have, I, I have no doubt. No doubt whatsoever. And, oh, Scott, that's what sucks. I'm not going to talk WWE, but I'm a bitch about this. One thing is that, you know, because we look out there, we like to keep abreast of what's going on. And everything that's on the dirt sheets on Twitter and all that stuff is just polluted with all this bullshit between, between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Fair. And I don't give a shit. And it's just like, it's just everywhere, everywhere. It's like, who cares? So they were friends and now they don't like each other because they're moving in different directions. Welcome to life. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I got quite a few people I don't talk to anymore. It happens. Okay. Don't talk to this me. is probably they don't talk to me, but whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just, I can't, whatever. You think Flair will ever, because there's. It was rumored that he was. This is before uh, Dark Side of the Ring and all that. But there was, there was. It was thought there was going to be. He was going to make at least an appearance in AEW. Do you think he will now? After one thing after another after another. I I think I think I think they're going to give him the old. Uh, we're going to pass for now. Right. We'll let you know. He got in to have a nice moment with his future son-in-law in AAA right before he's. You know the 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 sex on the train thing, and then and then the 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 dark side of the ring after that, and then more yeah, and more. Playing it's right like from so, hell, yeah, yeah. So it is what it is. So there's your WWE update for the week, folks. Yes, there you go. 
So what else in New Japan? Anything else? That is all of it. Um, that was a lot. <laughs> a lot. And, and there was a lot more in those matches as well. Tom Lawler apparently had a banger of a match. It was a, mm-hmm. what was it, a eight-man tag or something stupid. I don't remember. Yeah, was... ba- Battle in the Valley was a banger of a show from mm-hmm. all accounts. I'm probably going to get on to fight and download it. Get, or... get that replay? Yeah. Yeah, get that replay for six bucks or seven bucks, whatever it is. Right I now. know. That's why I like, this is what kills me. I bitched about this on our uh, Full Gear review. If you haven't heard our Full Gear review, go check it out. Uh, it's quite good. Fight.tv is so much of a better, easier service, I find. You know, the app and online, the web browser version. Plus, like you said, you can get the replays for like cheap as fuck. You know, they're like, oh yeah, here's the replay. Pick it up for like half price, you know, a couple days later. Like, thank you. That's thank you every everywhere except america outside america you can get you buy aw's pay-per-views on fight.tv yes they should just okay. make the change to fight but whatever they should i'm sorry bleach report you i i'm not a fan of your shit so i'm sorry tangents over let's talk about wrestling um impact wrestling is coming up so this weekend first of all Unfortunately, me and Jamie and Megan, we have to uh, put in some more picks because the my current title that I, I possess, the WWE title, is on the line. It is Survivor Series weekend. I don't know what's in the card. There's going to be a, one traditional Survivor Series match, I'm sure. I think you've got Becky Lynch and Charlotte going after each other. Seriously, mm. half of this shit's probably all just made up about them hating each other just so they can get buys for the pay-per-view because that's a Vince McMahon thing to do um and then whatever else Biggie versus Roman probably I, I imagine they're still doing the brand versus brand crap which no one cares about but we're still gonna pick at it we're still gonna make our picks do the thing put the belt on the line so uh we will have a recap show on Tuesday to make it more than a five-minute uh, episode, though, we're going to talk a little bit about a good pay-per-view that's happening this weekend. The pay-per-view that I'm buying Saturday night is Impact Wrestling's Turning Point. Turning I, Point. I got that right. I seriously was looking at it like, like in front of my face and four times before we started this recording. I go, I can't remember the name of that. It's like right there. So Turning Point has happened. Um, Turning Point set up to be it's one of those, it's gonna be one of their little like little ten dollar jobber things, right? It's a little in between. You've got, but you got some interesting stuff. You got Mickey James versus Mercedes Martinez for the Knockouts title, Bullet Club versus the Good Brothers for the tag belts. I think Bullet Club. I who knows? I think Bullet Club might take it. We'll see. Um, a lot of times on these little these little kind of in between pay per views, they don't really change much, but it's, they're still fun to watch. You've got Decay going against getting their rematch against the Inspiration. So always good Light to see you there. Life, you're the Inspiration. <laughs> they they um, missed they missed the boat on not having that as I mean obviously they're on Impact, but you know having Chicago's. Impact has money to spend, I found out. They'd spend it. They're, yeah, that's the thing. They have money to spend. They're just penny pinchers. They're just cheap. So maybe that's why they have money to spend. Whatever. Um, 
and then like and a few other things and your main event is going to be moose and then they had a triple threat match to determine who the number one contender is going to be is w morrissey versus matt cardona versus eddie edwards Ooh. i know eddie edwards won really Which doesn't feel yeah it doesn't feel right no offense to eddie edwards yeah there's the whole most of you that they had with whatever but it's i don't know it just doesn't i, I thought matt cardona would have been actually interesting because that's a that's a different angle you know everybody yeah. ex, everybody expect w morrissey right yeah. they're, they're, they're pulling they're pulling alexander out they're pulling him away basically for a second so he can come back into it makes sense He's actually actually Alexander this week on Impact. I hope they could do a higher than seventy nine thousand because he's wrestling one on one Minoru Suzuki. Oh, yes, yes, let's go. But uh, yeah, Moose versus Eddie Edwards. So <clears throat> that's turning point. So we'll probably talk a little bit. We'll probably we'll talk a little bit about turning point, and it'll be. I'm sure a longer conversation than Survivor Series, but check us out on Tuesday. We have our we have one of our pay per view toy belts on the line. I mean, Megan's Megan's trying to reclaim everything, and I can't let her have it. I can't. I got to keep what I have in order to keep that. You know, the Western Front has to stay solid. Well, the may the odds forever not be in your favor, because. The FWO, otherwise known as the Axis Powers, <laughs> is one belt away. Well, the FWO from having all the belts. Yes, you're correct. The belts, we will be dripping in gold, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be dripping in toy gold. And if she can get that impact belt off of you in January, you might even get a logo. <laughs> we shall see. So that that's on Tuesday. We'll be back on Tuesday for that. Um, we actually... Now I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I thought we had a December pay-per-view. NXT? NXT! Working games! Which is a Megan belt. She has that belt, so I it's not over yet. I can still get that back. Even if you can take this belt, I can get NXT from it. Whatever, we'll see. I did see the Women's War Games team was announced. It's uh, Toxic Attraction and then Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and somebody else. I don't remember. Uh, Stark? <laughs> She she had ACL surgery. Oh, that's right, that's right. Um, um, Indy Hartwell. No, um, wasn't India or Persia? It was. I honestly don't remember. But anyway, it's somebody else. So interestingly enough, Raquel Gonzalez, who got her big push at last year's War Games by being the one that actually pinned. Like decimated and Pandio Shirai is now on a team with her this year's War Games. So, and it's probably other stuff with it too. We'll talk about that card whenever we get around to it. But chances for toy belts, yay! Absolutely, I cannot <laughs> wait for Monday 
or Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear that the FWO is dripping in toy gold, it'll make my heart happy. Toy gold. We have AEW to talk about, so we're going to pivot right now because I want to get out of this conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, losers always do. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so excellent show. Before we even get into it, I would like to say this was an excellent show. Okay. And I know we've been running through it a little bit different lately, and we still will. But I want to just take a second and appreciate the fact that AEW did it different today. Or last night. They did it very different. And I liked it. Because I it did. was different. Because mm-hmm. I appreciate it for what it was at the time. Uh-huh. I didn't I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like as sold on it as you were. The some of the matches got me there, but it was well, well let's go do the card first and we'll we'll get in deep we'll get in depth. Okay. De- depth. So, the words. I'm sorry. I had I went to the dentist today and I'm still kind of numb on one side of my face. I'm like blah 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 blah. So um I'll run through the matches real quick, and then I really want to get into the promos and pieces like that. So, um, But the one thing I did want to start off with is, in typical AEW fashion, they start with a match. They did not. They started with a promo. Not one, but yes, two promos. And I really want to talk about both of them because they laid a lot of seeds, and they did a lot of good things. Um, But we'll get to those in just a second, so put a pin. Boop. Brian Danielson versus Evil Uno. Big shocker. Uh, Brian Danielson got the win there. Um, Butcher and Blade versus Orange Cassidy and Tomohiro Ishii with Rocky Romero at, uh, on the side. And uh, again, shocker, Orange Cassidy and Tomohiro Ishii got the dub. Um, after this, we had the single women's match of the night, and it was a doozy of a match. Um, God, like, so I, good. It was so good. She has been great. And like she's even better here. And again, Nyla Rose is just impressing the hell out of me. Like, like she just her ring abilities since the beginning of AEW to now is completely different. But mm-hmm. it's so good. And due to outside interference and an amazing stretch muffler, um, <laughs> Nyla Rose yeah. got the W. The quarterfinal match for the uh, TBS title. So part yes. of the tournament. Part of the tournament. Um, after this, you had Leo Rush and Dante Martin versus the Acclaimed, and the Acclaimed is just amazing. Um, <laughs> they, they get more and more airtime. They just deserve saying. it. They, they deserve it. Um, but so do Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Because <clears throat> holy shit, that team together is oh. just magic personified. Um, and the winners of this match were, in fact, Leo Rush and Dante Martin. They they looked like a well well machine, even without Dante Martin's brother, who's supposed to be back at any time now. Well, I heard okay, so I heard conflicting stuff on that because uh, he's been he's been touring and traveling with him and all this stuff. But the official statement, the official report, whatever that I read, was that. There's no timeline for no timetable for his return. Now, I don't mean if that's one of this. It's one of those nagging injuries that they got to kind of keep, kind of like Anna J, where she had her shoulder fixed and then she had to have it fixed again. And then you know, yeah. So, I don't know if it's that, or if he's just not ready, or if they just want to run this for a hot minute and then 
bring him back at the most opportunity. I don't know, but there's no like the it's 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 very much a known commodity that it's like his return is question mark for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. Then your main event was Jay Lethal, the debuting Jay Lethal, who looked great, fantastic. So so Going good. against Sammy Guevara for the AEW TNT Championship. Uh, this Unbelie- ma- unbelievable match. Unbelievable. This this match was amazing, and your winner, and still TNT champion Sammy Guevara. But my goodness, excellent, excellent, excellent card. I want to go back to the very beginning, though. I want okay. to talk about the very, very beginning, and then obviously we'll get into more. But they Let's talk op- about the first part. That I have one thing I want to say before we dig into other bits. Okay. Go. So the very first thing they opened up with was the elite, and they're there. Kenny was there saying, you know, the fans are asking when the rematch is, and he's super happy for Hanger and all this good stuff. But you know, he's got a. He's got to fix things, change things, and and, and everything like that. Um, the main reason is, is he's really banged up and not medically cleared. And he yeah, he wrestled with a bum shoulder at full gear. He's it's wrestled with, with a bum shoulder for months, from my understanding. So <laughs> it's time for surgery. Yes. Yeah. So he's gonna be out for a hot minute. But the most important thing that I got out of this was when he goes, "Hey, I need you guys to hold down the fort." He said, I need you to I need I need you to hold down the fort. I need you to hold down the fort. And then Adam Cole assures him, hey, I got this. Cleaner. Cleaner. He calls him cleaner, dude. Yeah. (laughs) And then um then after that, Omega clarifies and goes, Well, I was talking to the Bucks. I wasn't talking to you. He's like, Oh no, 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 no. And the Bucks are like, No, 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 yeah, we all got this. We all got this. We all got this. Put in the pot, put some soil on it. And here's yeah. a little bit of water. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, this is their clear as day. They're setting it up for it. They just keep getting more fuel to that fire, which is going to be amazing when they when they split. It's going to be so good. And it's, it's coming. And I think it comes when Omega's back. Pretty much do instantly. Th- do you think that they'll have uh, Steen or Kevin Owens, for those of you not aware, uh, before Omega comes back? At the same time, when they make it happen, it depends or... on his, it depends on his shoulder. Honestly, like if his shoulder is going to require surgery, which he's getting a whole bunch of tests done today um, to see if if he does require surgery. Because if he requires surgery, he's out for nine months. Right, and Steen's got a, a Kevin Owens. He's not going to have no compete because his contract's expiring. Now, it's possible there could be, because they often do this WWE, there was like a force like extension on it, so it gets extended by a month or two here or there. But most of the time, a lot of these types of contracts from the situation he's in, it's kind of like Adam Cole. It's up. He's done. Go wherever the fuck you want, right? Next yeah. night, he can't. So in January, I fully expect to see him debut, period, point blank. I expect Although, him to debut Revolution. I was gonna say, I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, they might, they'll probably hold it to Revolution. So, which would be amazing. So, and if, and here's the thing too: is if in fact Kenny does need sh- shoulder surgery, that's nine months. You know what happens roughly in nine months? All out, all out. Which we're gonna go to? <laughs> oh yeah, we're going. Especially it's Chicago. We're going. 
Like if it's, it's somewhere a, else, it's gonna be no, it's gonna be Chicago every year. Like, Tony Khan's already said that that's he's pretty much he's gonna he he wants to make he wants to keep all all it's been in Chicago every year they've been around. It's gonna keep happening that way. And he said that he kind of wants to make Double or Nothing the Vegas show every year, and then the other two move around, which makes sense. It does make sense because all I mean, all Chicago's where it started. With the all anyway, any, yeah. anyway we're, we're, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go. So yeah, join we're... us next next Labor Day weekend. Yes. So that was just music to my ears because it starts mm-hmm. the, the dissension. If everyone remembers, if you haven't watched that, being the elite, the elite killed off um, Adam <laughs> Cole, obviously because he was going to NXT, but they killed him off because of the hatred and the taking away of omega's st- stardom it was the jealousy not hatred i would Je- say sorry, he was sorry there was hey yeah omega was paranoid and jealous and afraid of of adam cole taking over his spot as the leader so and to be honest you can do it either way if hangman's out for a extended period of time you can have steam come in and then when he comes back they could be like oh this is awkward buddy or if it's around the same time, I mean, you can. You, there's different ways you can play it, but I'm just glad it's actually. I mean, it, it's blatantly obvious it's happening, <laughs> but it's still cool. Hundred percent, like it. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I honestly, I hope he doesn't need shoulder surgery. I hope it could be something that can happen at Revolution right around the time Kevin Steen shows up. Yeah, to your point, that would be nice. We'll see what happens. Yep. All right. So, do you want to get into the Dark Order? Before you do, okay. Here's what I wanted to say. Like I said, I was not as big of, I wasn't as sold on this night as you were necessarily. It was a little bit different. It's not, that's not the reason why necessarily. But you had five matches as opposed to your normal six. Mm-hmm. Once again, only one women's match. I do want to say that there was a great sign I saw during the first uh, the, during the Danielson match that book greater than one women's match on TV. Yes, I saw that too. Apparently, there's a rumor going around there that network executives were pressuring w or AEW to only have one women's match on Dynamite. Which is why they have only been having one women's match on Dynamite. Now, Fightful selected report that that was never the decree handed down. It basically, was rumor, it killed the rumor, but... Out, you know, for all that Tony Khan and everybody talks about how big they are into you know furthering the women's you know, division, uh, the proof isn't really there. You know, I mean, they've signed people, they've got the, the roster, but giving them the airtime hasn't really happened. So that aside, five matches, but I'm just going to go through and just lit. I'm not going to get. We're going to talk about these individually. You had um, elite promo. Dark Order promo with Hangman Page, Danielson promo, uh, MJF promo, Eddie Kingston promo with 2.0 and and Daniel Garcia. Go to uh, catering. Sh- <laughs> uh, Tony Schiavone interview promo with Andrade and FDR. Uh, Britt Baker interview promo, Jimmy Hader and uh, Rebel. 
Malachi Black promo, another MJF promo in the ring this time with Sean Spears and Wardlow, uh, kind of a CM Punk promo. Uh, you had a uh, Jurassic Expression Christian promo, a Darby Allen interview uh, promo, another Super Click promo, and a Lucha Brothers promo. It was very I'm not promo saying that it's, I'm not saying that's bad. I understand the point. It's after a pay-per-view. You're yep. setting, and you only have four pay-per-views a year. So you're setting up all these new things all over the place. But it felt like, hey, I got to find a way to get everybody on TV somehow. So we're just going to keep having everybody in there. Oh, there's a Team Taz promo in there, too. I forgot about them. So that's my that's my only thing i'm gonna say about this is that i felt like they just feel like i've got another one another one another one because a lot of them we're not going to get deep into because it was really just like yeah 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 and moving on yeah i i know i agree i agree like the ones that i would want to really spend time on personally are the dark order piece and of course the mjf pieces mjf because the mjf things were amazing like so good and the future the future with him was revealed rather quickly and beautifully and it got me so excited nipples hard excited well, let's let's go there since we're we're starting on it let's talk about let's talk about mjf so mjf's first promo was right after his match at darby allen and he's covered mm-hmm. in his paint and all that stuff and he he I love how he's like, this isn't paint. This is um, um, shame. Darby Allen's shame. Just all over. Yeah. He made he made the fans look like idiots. You know, he got uh, he's got the effort bell to bell and all this stuff. Like he was going off and he went off. He's like, all oh, you little marks were chanting your your heads off, and I love it. I love it. Would you hate me? Like he went. Off. It was it was a very good. It reminded me of those old WCW promos, you know, the post stage with Tony Schiavone and the long, the long like microphone, you know, from Prices Right and everything, and then just the the bloody sweaty afterwards, just emotional and uh-huh. fierce. And this is the, this is the MJF promo that I love. I just love because he can go on the spot. He did. He went great. And then he ended with this. And this was the piece that was like, I cannot wait for what they do with him moving forward. And mm-hmm. he was like, I, he's like, I'm Maxwell Jacob Frieden, Friedman, and I'm better than you. And you have no choice but to admit it. And he is not wrong. It. I know he'll talk. We're gonna, he he made mention of the you know all you people said that I was this is all I'm good at talking on the mic. But look what happened. He's not wrong. He could he can go. But my God, his mic skills still. I mean his mic skill. So fast so forward. Good. Speaking of mic skills, <laughs> fast forward to when he's actually in the ring though, because then it gets even more nutty. He, he gets in there with Spears and Wardlow. Spears starts talking a little bit, you know, and, and Sean says he'd appreciate absolute silence at this time and blah, blah, blah. MJF, he's like, Norfolk, Virginia. Like, he just said it just straight like how I do it. Um, and he's like, you know, he's, they're looking at a guy who just checks all the boxes and, you know, 
is he's easily the most complete pro wrestler on the planet he's the past present and future of professional wrestling he's a man who in 2024 is going to start a unprecedented bidding bidding war war. i loved how he just straight called his current army come on how good is this guy yes and he says he could take a big cowboy shit in this ring right now (laughs) (laughs) On, on the hometown boys title reign uh, he says he deserves to be the next AEW champion. There's nobody in the locker room as good as him and nobody in the locker room on his level. And as soon as he said that, CM Punk's music hits. And then, like, the giddy Jamie who's been dying for a solid program, a long-standing program for CM Punk, just got it. Finally. And we and- said... And you were, even though you liked it and everything at the end, you were, you felt like the whole Eddie Kingston thing was rushed and just cobbled together. Yes. And I still do. And it was just, you know, how do we get CM Punk on on there? Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing with this is when CM Punk came, we have to look through our old ones, but I could have swore you and I had a conversation, at least us talking, if not on this show about, the pro the possibility of MJF and CM Punk feud because I think we did we did we did because when he debuted it was the debut episode we talked about yeah. all the possibilities which ones get you amped and that was one that you were really on yeah really th- on this one gets me in a lot of ways because of the mic skills alone you have two of probably the best guys on the stick period like. I will take the Pepsi challenge with anybody else you try to say who who could possibly be better on the stick than those two. Eddie Kingston is pretty high on the list, obviously. I'm going to say Eddie Kingston would fight for that, for yes. sure. But yeah, yes, yeah, in, but a diff- in a different way. These two, like, their, their mic skills are unprecedented. Like, mm-hmm. they are generational mic skill people. And the, and the promos that we are going to have during this feud... Oh my God, just get me amped. Like the shit that's going to be said, the pots that are going to be stirred. Oh my God. This is, this is what's going to cause Wardlow to turn this feud calling it now. That makes sense. And, and we all, not just us, not just Jamie and myself or you total spot festians out there, but all of us in the wrestling world, mostly have been clamoring, give punk, a, a direction give him a story give him a feud give him something to do that's more than the short weeks i still think the Eddie kingston thing is a long-term version of that they're gonna they're gonna keep rotating back to this over the next year or two which is gonna be fantastic but absolutely this is actually it and they so they start off so after the pay-per-view start up cm punk actual like story yes <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Give me all of this. It's plus so good. Punk came out, and it was it was. So he's not heel punk like you really want, but he's serious punk. No stop to smile and crowd serve. No clobbering time. None of that. Yeah, you know, just straight out, slowly out to the ring. Gets in the ring. And then the crowd is just like, like the crowd is, is like 17,000 Jamie's. They're just like, oh, yes, please. Just rock hard, right? Mm-hmm. And so they go back and forth a little bit. And so finally, you know, settles down. And Max goes, 
Maxwell. Puts his, his hand, hand out. out. Yeah. But he just he introduces himself. And Punk does the best thing I think I've seen him do since he's been in, in AEW. He gives a shitting grin and just walks and leaves the ring. <laughs> it was with perfect. Little, with a little chuckle and just leaves. And I'm like, it was perfect. The the guy the guys with the best mic skills set up something without saying a word. And that is even Absolutely. more powerful that they're able to do that without just spitting it on the stick. Like, oh my god, like I cannot wait for this now. Like this is must see TV. This is going to be the main event of what if they do it on AEW Dynamite or if they carry this to Revolution, this is your main event. Sorry, it, Brian Danielson. This, 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 this fucks. It, this does fuck. And you opened this door. So let's talk about the new Brian Danielson. Because, <laughs> first of all, yeah. Nassau Cowboy shit day was fine. It was cool. It's what we expected, right? Comes out, Darker is there, Big Pop, everyone loves it. It's good times. It's all this stuff. Yeah. And then in the middle of it, then comes out, which, by the way, earlier in the day, I wish. I hope I, I know it's not real, but I wish it was. AW posted a picture of uh, Hangman Page leaning against a, a Tesla with giant cowboy horns, and I hope yeah. I, I want that to be real so bad. You don't know how bad I want that to be real. Yeah, it's and, not, and he, but I he, want he, it to be he retweeted and says like, "My car will beat your car off the line." <laughs> <laughs> but he does the whole thing. And then he mentions Danielson, all this stuff, and then Danielson comes out, okay? Which is, crowd's a little bit mixed at this point. They're like, eh, why are you? Why are you coming out, right? Mm-hmm. And we get the beginning of heel Danielson, kind of out of fucking nowhere. Which I don't hate heel Danielson. I don't, okay? Remember the, the Earth's champion back in WWE? Oh, God, yeah. I, people, I loved it because he was... I hated he it. Was, I loved it. I mean, it was it was the gimmick good? No. But did Danielson sell the shit out of him being a tree-hugging asshole? Yes, he fucking did. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. So, I love that. So, anyway, so he comes out, and he said, you know, just, just coming out, I just I want to give congratulations. And he goes, but if you were really, and he starts kind of just doing this, like, little, like, poking bit, right? If you were really this, you would, you know, you would have, you would have come out in your gear and fought me. Like, I'll fight you right now. And he goes, yeah, but your guy full of a lot of good excuses. I don't want to give you another one as to why you lost your title, you know, right after you won it. And it basically all just leads in, leads into the opening match, which was him and Evil Uno. So hmm. what do you think of heel Danielson? So I, I tweeted about this and I said, you know, when you order, Heel, heel CM Punk from Wish.com. You, 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 you get heel, heel Brian Danielson. You know, and and I'm okay with it. I guess it just feels like it was out of nowhere. You know, there was no. To your point, they're building Punk and and MJF. Yes, this is just like well, Danielson is the guy, so he's got to be a heel. Yeah, it felt Does like the whole Eddie Kingston. It feels like Eddie Kingston and CM Punk all over again. Like, okay, one of them's got to be a bad guy. Eddie's gonna be you, all right. But then by the time the match happens, everybody's cheering for Eddie, you know. And I feel like that could yeah. end up happening here. But it just felt 
it just didn't it feel forced. genuine. Yeah. Did not feel like a genuine heel turn. Which is why the Wish.com is such a fantastic reference. I have I ordered a, I ordered a cycling helmet from Wish.com because I I was drunk one night and I was on Instagram and I'm like, oh my god, thirty bucks for that helmet? It's like a two hundred fifty dollar helmet, right? And of course, I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, I ordered some shit from Wish.com. It was definitely not the the, the helmet, but to their credit, they refunded my money because I I emailed them and you know claimed that you know there's the option on the website you can claim if it's a a, a fraudulent item so <laughs> but i digress sorry i don't know where i'm going with that but i don't know i i didn't want danielson to be in this feud but i think because omega's got to take time off i think that's why he ended up coming where going where he's going and what heel I mean, I mean, really, if you think about it, this he's playing Moxley's role. Mm-hmm. This should have been Moxley, because Moxley is the guy that gives to give a fuck about anybody. So he mm-hmm. fits this perfectly. And Moxley versus, versus uh, Hangman. Hangman, that's, I think, the match you would have really rather seen. Nothing against Danielson, but it's just not the right matchup for me right now. So it is, I don't know. Yeah, you're not wrong. He he did he did after he beat you know after he beat Evil Uno. It was a it was a it was a pretty good match to start up, right? You know, Uno looked good. He had his strong points, but it was definitely more of you know heel Danielson starting, right? He then went on to say that <clears throat> he mocked the crowd a little bit and then said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, I'm going to I'm going to go through and I'm going to beat the I'm going to kick the head in every single one of of your little Dark Order friends. Starting next week, we're in Chicago. Isn't one of those guys from, from Chicago? So he challenges Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. Two weeks there in Atlanta, he's going to challenge Alan Angels. So it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I we'll see. I I don't. I I I'm gonna actually for once just see what happens. Very rare for me. I mean, I'm, I know my my gut feeling says it feels rushed and feels weird. And I said the same thing about Punk and Kingston, but it turned out to be great. But they're starting this early, so maybe it develops into something nice and beautiful. We'll, no, I, we will I, I see. have no doubt that it'll be fine in the end. I, I, I don't know problem with them doing it, like I said, but it did just kind of come out of nowhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, mid-sentence, he goes from face to pro, face to heel, like, it didn't even build over like a week or two, right? Yeah. Or it just literally was like, hey, no, I'm saying congratulations and all this stuff. And it, fuck you, you know, it's just like, um, it just flip. What do you guys think? Do you like, do you like Heal Danielson? Do you think this is rushed? Give us a comment, give us a tweet, let us know. Thinking of Heather the librarian here, she always comes with a smoke. Just saying. <laughs> oh, she's going she to she put us to shame, I know, somehow. Yes. So, what's up, she's Heather? amazing. Uh, what else do you want to get at? So the other promo, only other promo I even wanted to make mention of was the secondary uh, elite promo, which was the super click promo. Adam Cole and the Unbucks, because uh, the Unbucks are still out, they're still mad, and they're angry at Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. So you're gonna have uh, Adam Cole team up with one of his best friends in the world, Bobby Fish, and kind of a little, you know, talk a little smack. And at the end, uh, he goes, "We beat you next week," and then, and then. 
Bobby Fish goes, and that's uh, and yeah, no, 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 he's gonna say that he, 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 you can't stop that, and that's he's gonna say undisputed, and they stop him, and like no, 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 you can't say that on here, yeah, you can't say that on this chat. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was yeah. cute. He even it started like he, he even started to throw up the UE. It was like, okay, so <laughs> another seed in that elite bucket. They just keep planning them just in case, right? Exactly. So one of the things that I really like because it was just cheeky and fun was the Darby Allen conversation. I don't know if you you had that down, but it uh, got me laughing my ass off. Really? My my note was okay. So it was it uh, there was a piece of it that just made me laugh. And so, you know, they're talking with um Darby Allen. Darby Allen's like, you know, I I, I you didn't break me, I'll face the biggest and baddest and all this, and here comes out Billy Gunn, which I'm like, okay. But you know, the Billy Gunn just does does a quick promo, then his Colton, the tall Colton's the tall one, right? Colton's the tall one, yes. He says something. I don't even remember what he said. But then the other son, who I think is an absolute Austin. gonna be future superstar, Austin. They need to give this kid a oh, shot. He's... He just looks right at Darby and goes, I like turtles. And just walked off because his face paint looks exactly like the I like turtles kid. And you saw it. So the way he said it was perfect. And you saw Darby Allen's face. Like he just started <laughs> smiling. He couldn't just do it. He's like, oh, screw it. Okay. Like he was about to die of laughter. It just got me going because Darby Allen looks just like the I like, I like turtles kid all grown up. Like it's this one of those memes like Charlie babe. Charlie bit my finger or one of those. If you have it, if you don't know what he's talking about, you can go you can Google it. It's easy to find. Yes, absolutely. It was whatever. The other see the rest of the promos really didn't do much for me. Honestly, a lot of them were just like it's the Eddie Kingston one interrupted by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Whatever. You know. I just like how he ended it though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to catering. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> I do want to talk about matches though. Okay. So you know, Orange Cassidy, Ishii, whatever. I mean, honestly, here's the funny thing. The women's match, which was the match after that, them, got more pop than that match did. Nothing against them, but the women's match was that good. It was that good. And, they, and the crowd was into it. And I know that we are both, and myself especially, giant proponents of having the two women's matches, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, hell, you only had five matches. You could have had Ruby Soho in a match. Hey, Ruby. You know? But maybe Ethan had kidnapped her and locked her in a Bucky's. I don't know. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking if you know what I'm talking about, you know. It's funny. Mm-hmm. So, this match, though, was fantastic. She does... She has rolled in stride with everything since she lost the title and I like the idea of keeping her and Serena going on a lot. I talked about this last time in order to get to where you have multiple matches in order to really strengthen up the women's division. You got to have what you got to have multiple feuds, right? You can't just have everybody gunning for one fucking thing. Well, her and Sheeta being in a feud is something or her and Serena is something we would watch every week. Cause it's nothing but bangers. And she came out, like you said, right after the commercial break and kind of chop blocked her and you know went after her knee again and 
Nyla looked fantastic. She looked great. I love this. I loved every minute of it. And they gave it a good time, too. They didn't give it, like, five minutes to, to get out there or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So kudos to that. With that being said, the, the Leo Rush Dante Martin match versus the Acclaimed, that was a lot better than I was expecting. Now, you did get JR plugging his barbecue website right at the beginning of the match, which I love. I, I, I don't know. I, I loved it for, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> mm. I mean, so good. So good. And like when. Leo does that whole like 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 that you know disappearing act, man. You know the Tetris thing that he does. It's just, oh, so good. But to me, the match I really want to talk about. I think the only match we really need to give a lot of time talking about is Jay Lethal and Sammy fucking Guevara. Hundred percent. That match. Everything. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, Tony Nisa uh, looking on from the from the front row, which is okay. All right, we see you, Tony Nisa. I mean, mm-hmm. think about. Tony East, Jay Lethal, Sammy Guevara doing a, doing a series of matches against each other. Yes, please give me that. But Lethal looks great. And I'm so glad because even with Ring of Honor, like I said, he didn't, he didn't have necessarily as much exposure as probably, you know, he should have, I would think. But there's definitely some people who don't aren't as familiar with him. He pulled out all the stops. The match paced wonderfully. It was very much a back and forth kind of catch can to start with the match. And then we started getting into, you know, stuff. I was not aware because I've not been really following Ring of Honor, but the Lethal Combination is no longer a finisher for Jay Lethal. It's just a move he does in the middle of the match. Which I didn't know that either. You didn't I know? You know the, you're, I knew the Lethal you, Injection is one of his finishers. Right, that's where his, uh, his like back springboard stutter thing. thing yeah. Stutter, yep. The lethal injection is where he takes somebody, and he goes down on the knee, and then goes backwards on... You know, yeah. Be- yeah, lethal combination. It's not a finisher anymore, it's just a signature move? It's, it, they didn't even name it. It was, just, it was just a move that happened in the middle of the match. I don't know if that's on the announce team for missing it, but uh, uh, it didn't look as crisp as it did when he was younger in TNA, for what it's worth, so... It is what it is. Huh, okay. But the back and forth was great, and Sammy selling the ribs. His ribs are really hurt, but Sammy selling the ribs was amazing. Talk about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, like he, during picture and picture, um, <laughs> they they stopped the match, if you will, to check his ribs. And, like, he's like, no, 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 I got it, I got it. He sold the shit out. Like, every time, any kind of move he was trying to do that meant he had to put pressure on his ribs, he he, he was struggling and sold the hell out of it. Like, he tried to get uh, Jay Lethal on his back to do the, um, you know, his version of Go to Sleep was to go to hell, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he couldn't do it. Like, he did three consecutive times, couldn't do it, and then finally on the fourth time, boom, he was able to hit it and then get got the dub with it. But it was just... My God, Sammy is so damn talented. With, without doubt, and this is one of his best matches. And he's been he's been another he's been in a ton of matches that we've loved. But I don't know. To me, this match redeemed my kind of gripes about you know the promo laden show before because it was unbelievable. You had the inner circle came out afterwards and kind of hang out and you know. You know, good respect 
handshake with Jay Lethal, which was kind of cool. So yeah, it was cool. I hope and, that. I hope that. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and breaking news, breaking news. The Longhorns on the Tesla is real and not photoshopped. That makes me so happy. Nyla Rose just tweeted an actual legit real picture of it. And she's like, bruh, I thought this was shot. <laughs> this with a whole bunch of laughing faces and dead, dead emotions. Nyla Rose's Twitter game is on point, by the way. She is arguably one of the best on Twitter. Her she Twitter game is, is so good. So good. So uh, Friday, let's see. Friday on Rampage, we got... Um, um, I don't even know what we have on Friday. What is it? Oh, you got uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish versus Jurassic Express. There's Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston. Is that happening? Yes. And then some other stuff. Next week, though, you have eight-man tag, Death Triangle and Cody Rhodes versus... Please be done with all this. Let's Let's, let's move some pieces here. Uh, versus Malachi Black, Andrade, and FTR. Uh, the next round, or the next match in the women's uh, tournament is mm-hmm. on Friday is going to be uh, uh, Red Velvet versus... Jade Cargill. Thank you, Jade Cargill. And next week is going to be the Thunder Rosa-Jamie Hayter match. I don't know when Ruby Soho's match is going to be. Hey, Ruby. Uh, a week from Friday, but they're chucking along. So so, so I I dismissed one of your, your, your thoughts earlier, and I would like to publicly apologize because I think you're 100% right. I... And that is you think that Thunder Rosa is going to get eliminated relatively soon. And she is not going to get the TBS title because they're setting it for her going against Britt. And I'm like, no, no, she's. it makes so much sense. Well, after the promo, uh, making sure Jamie Hayter wins and they don't say um, Thunder Rose's name is totally setting up for what you said without directly saying it. So I am mm-hmm. now officially on your side in the camp that Jamie Hayter is going to win somehow against Thunder Rosa on dynamite yeah now i actually called for uh her to beat hater but lose to uh um jade cargill but either way i you gotta have and they even she even started her promo brit did with like who is there left who i've gone through everybody there's not you know at to a point she's right who is there available you know over half your women's division more than half your women's division is, is all in this tournament to get the other title belt so who is left? It's got to be somebody who loses out in this tournament becomes your next kind of feud. So mm-hmm. it's got to be. I still say that's going to be your closing main event at Revolution. We shall see. I I would not disagree. Because I think that... I mean, they were the first female main event on Dynamite. A groundbreaking match, in a manner of speaking, for this company's women's division, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to have that gravitas. It really does. So we shall see what happens. 
give us your guys comments give us your thoughts what do you think is going to happen with all that um do you want to rank this before we talk about journey pro um sure i think i i would i'm not it's definitely not a total spot fest um i think with the level of of the promos and things that they built up it is barely a spot fest for me um you know it's it's not definitely not a shit fest or a snooze fest or what's our middle one um squash squash fest i would definitely give it a spot i'm giving it a squash fest because up until that last up until that last one i was just kind of like meh like there's some good stuff the women's match was entertaining i did enjoy you know some of the i did enjoy the mjf stuff and and cm punk you know here and there super click things right cool but that last match really did it for me but i don't overall though it was very much the exhale after the big build-up of full gear which this is not a bad thing it's actually needed at times you can't you can't run 100 miles an hour and expect to make it around the world you know on your own you got it you got got breathe in a little bit so yeah i'll give the squash back all right journey pro so hopefully some of all of you local listeners uh followers uh, uh have been following along with journey pro and for those of you not we're gonna let you in on the announcements that happened in the past few days so it started on sunday monday 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 monday, monday. uh they had a facebook live video that is uh walter and dj along with hartzel i don't remember your last name i'm sorry uh hartzel was the guy who was he would do commentary on like the streams the, the first few streams that they did he also was uh, very heavily involved in a lot of things around Kansas City. He's been he's been in radio. He's been doing radio. He does. Uh, he's part of the the game day experience at the, the the Monarchs baseball games and all bunch of stuff, right? Okay, and so he's but he's connected. He's been doing commentary, and then oh crap, fourth name, Chris. Yes, Chris Mallory. Mallory, there we go. I'm like. I'm, I'm terrible with names here. I know Hartzell and Chris, but I couldn't remember the other dude. Chris Mallory, who uh, has been in music production for the like past 15 years, worked for Record Bar, all this stuff, right? Uh, Lemonade Park with the outdoor event that we went to, the first outdoor event we went to for them. Uh, that was owned by Record Bar, so connected that way. So the four of them were on there, and DJ made the announcement that because after Walter's health thing, they needed. They, he said they're going to get more people. They're going to they're going to have to get some other hands in here to help you know put on shows and do stuff. So not only are these two gentlemen going to be involved in that, they're actually now part of the ownership. So it was a four man ownership group for Journey Pro, which is great because you got. Four guys now from four different points of view and different angles. You know, Walter's got the industry experience. Um, DJ's got the connections and all that. You have the live event experience, the radio and social thing going on with Heart Soul. So I think it's a fantastic dynamic, personally. And they made the formal, formal announcement that Black Friday is thanks killing officially on if you had tickets previously the poster is even better 
<laughs> yes, it absolutely is. To which uh, Anaya responded back, like, I hate turkeys. <laughs> to which Hoodie also says, I'm thankful for being able to push uh, punch people in the face this year. <laughs> oh, I love those guys. Heel shit. Hashtag heel shit. Hashtag so, heel shit. We're going to be there. Black Friday, doors at 630, uh, first bell at 7. Lip Coffee Roasters, if you had a ticket before for the October show, good for this. We believe you just need to show up and present it. Yeah, that's the way that they, they did it. Um, and the, honestly, prese- we're going to verify because um, we're working on an interview before it, so we might be able to uh, to give that to you maybe when we do our Survivor Series because the, uh, if we can get it that fast, we'll see. Uh, we'll get through Survivor Series fast. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, oh, you mean if we can book it that fast? Yes. Okay, I hear you. All right. So, uh, they announced a bunch of matches, and both Jamie and myself did not write any of this down. Jamie's frantically searching the internet trying to find them right yes, now. I, can I see have it. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know where it is. So, I'm drawing the shit out. I'm like, hope we can find it. Um, so we know that there are some matches that were going to be happening at uh, at the the Halloween show that uh, that have been moved over to this show. Uh, there's a couple other ones that are that are new matches. One of them is one of the new ones is Heidi Howitzer making a return to mm-hmm. Journey Pro versus newly signed Impact talent Masha Slamovich. Let's fucking go. Yeah, that makes me really excited. And another one that was announced that we officially do know because I, I I made sure to, um, to to see this. It was um, the Howlets, our our good friends, the Howlets, going against Thumbs and Buns. Yeah. Now you've got Jeremy Wyatt going to be maybe defending his title, but going up against JJ Garrett. Yes. And then we have possibly new Gateway Heritage champion and Gary fucking Jay going against Christian Rose. Which, continuing that storyline on, um, they pushed over from October as well, Kenny Alfonso and... What what, what does Letterman go by now? Is it LFG, LPG? KLD. I'm way off. KLD. Yeah, Kevin Lee, whatever. So, yep. So, guess he... Kenny Alfonso, our good buddy, again, that's great. So, and there's a few other matches as well. the The official like announcement things are coming out in the next today, tomorrow. You know, for the rest of this week, primarily. You know, so keep an eye on Twitter. It's at Journey Pro KC. Uh, tickets, I believe they have a they have a limited number. They do because once again, you know, and if if they if they ask if you bought tickets for October. You can't, you're not going to use it for, it is Black Friday. They understand people are going to, some people are going to be out of town, right? So if you're not going to be able to use that ticket, let them know so they can put more stock online to sell. But I believe tickets are available now. They only have 45 left, so it's going pretty quick. So, not a lot. At the time of recording, that was at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time on Wednesday. What's interesting is that, because of the new owner, the new the two two new men in the ownership group. Let's be honest; they're not they're not the new owners. They're part of the ownership group. Yeah. Um, because of their experience, 
in different sorts of production things. They talked about, and they did a lot of teases. Of course, I understand that they're not going to get in depth. They don't, you know, got to iron some stuff out first. But they are definitely looking at ways to make the, you know, production and publication of Journey Pro broader and more accessible. So what does that mean? Does that mean more shows online, live, Twitch, YouTube? I, I can't say, but they hinted at the, those sort of things. So I know we have a lot of people who, do, who aren't in Kansas City area that listen to us and you know, we talk a lot about Journey Pro. And hopefully it'd be even easier in the near future for you guys to check it out. For those of you who live in East Coast, West Coast, our friends over there across the seas in Europe. I know we have some Germans listening to us right now. I, I, I don't know any German. Like, you know, any German? You, you doom coal. Uh, Volkswagen. Got it. Crushed you it. Said it. You actually said it wrong. It's Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Yes. Uh, guten Volks, Tag. Volks. Uh, v is pronounced like an F. Yeah, Volk? Volkswagen. 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 That's what I said. W, you said Volkswagen or Volkswagen. Well, I had to Americanize it the first time, obviously. All right, Rebel. Whatever. Rebel. <laughs> so, more to come, hopefully soon. If we can iron out some details to get an interview in, we will definitely post out, Jamie will, uh, post out online, letting you guys know about when that'll be. So if you want to hear more from one of the horses' mouths, that's not, okay. Not, if you want to hear more from one of the sources, one of the owners, or potentially more, who knows what we can do. We're, there, it's all going to get a very short time. Remember, that is a week from Friday is when that is happening. Yeah, so. it's right around the corner. Oh, and, yeah, and our next and our next like dynamite show is actually gonna be coming out on the American holiday of Thanksgiving, where we give thanks for taking the land from the Native Americans and giving them smallpox and giving them smallpox <laughs> and syphilis. So, Don't forget the syphilis. Yeah, absolutely. So next week's gonna be fantastic. I'm decorating my house for Christmas. Oh yeah. Uh, there. Look. Keep an eye on this space, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I want to just say. Okay, just keep an eye on this space here. Good things coming. Um, it's my birthday. Got mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. A wrestling show. Let's fucking go. So, I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Um, yeah, but keep an eye out. Jamie will tweet out some stuff once we hammer down. If we can, if we can get an interview, we'll let you know. Absolutely. All right. That's all I have. Did you have anything else you want to get into? Anything else? We covered a lot tonight. I, I think, I think everybody's probably good, good with what we've given them today. At least I hope. <laughs> Enjoy this bountiful harvest and return again on Tuesday for a, a, a much lighter, more, you know, diet-friendly meal of uh, content. So <laughs> I, know, I know. We gave them a bountiful harvest, and they got to give us smallpox in return. So, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Once again, uh, feel free if you're on YouTube, go down below, hit that like button. I know, I know, I hate saying it. It does help us out quite a bit. So, like, subscribe, tell your friends all the good stuff, right? Cool. Go to our website. You can buy merch. Yeah, do whatever. Here, insert plug here, right? But we will see you next week. Uh, next week, we do have two shows again because of the pay per view. So, uh, regular show next Thursday. Pay-per-view wrap-up show on Tuesday. 
and hope to see you guys at thanks killing jamie take us out all right ladies and gentlemen if you're not down total spot fest i got two words for you thanks killing baby that's gonna stop it at thanks killing and i'm like oh that's one word <laughs> I, know. I know all right guys see you next time folks folks wagon folks wagon bye bye